0: the Lord, you kind of feel for Moses because he's been getting this flack each and every time they encounter a problem. You know, Moses, why are you you such a bad leader? Why have you brought us to this situation where we are hungering or we are thirsting for food and for water? And Moses is just going, why? Why? (laughs) Verse three, but the people thirsted there for water and the people grumbled, against moses and said why did you bring us up out of egypt to kill us and our children and our livestock with thirst it's so sinister um it's not just saying you're a bad leader but you are destroying us you kill us you have this evil intent bringing us to this place where we are worse off than we were before and that's just sinister that's 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 crazy i mean um They've seen how much Moses has led them through all the different ordeals and shown all these miracles that God has used through him. And still, this is what's going on in their hearts and their minds. So verse four, Moses cried to the Lord, what shall I do to this people? They're almost ready to stone me. They want to kill him. And the Lord said to Moses, pass on before the people, taking with you some of the elders, of Israel, and take in your hand the staff with which you struck the Nile, and go, behold, I will stand before you there on the rock at Horeb, and you shall strike the rock, and the water shall come out of it, and the people will drink, <laughs> excuse me, and Moses did so in the sight of the elders of Israel, and he called the name of the place Massah and Meribah, because of the quarreling of the people of Israel and because they tested the Lord by saying, is the Lord among us or not? So he called that place Massah and Meribah. And these two names mean testing and quarreling because they quarreled and they tested God in this place. And God gives him this interesting solution. He says, Pass before the elders, go up to this rock, take the staff, and strike the rock. And he says, I will be with you. Um, Paul makes a reference to this in 1 Corinthians chapter 10. We'll look at that in a bit. But what a strange thing that God has asked Moses to do, to hit this rock, and then water flows out of this rock. Um, there must be some significance. But even before that, you know, the fact that Moses calls this place the place of testing and quarreling is meant to memorialize the fact that this is something um, bad. (laughs) They're not testing Moses. They're testing God. They're not quarreling against Moses. They're quarreling against God and not just God because he's so powerful. Be careful if you do that. But the God who's loved them, the God who's saved them, the God who's been showing to them all these signs of grace towards them in provision. You know, he's already provided them with water before this. Remember the, the bitter water, he turned sweet and also with meat and bread. But they go through these cycles and cycles. What does it mean? I think it shows how prone we are to grumbling and forgetting. We are prone to grumbling when we feel hungry We feel that we've been shortchanged in life. You know, God has not treated us and blessed us the way that we think He should have, and we're prone to complaining and forgetting about all the good things that He has done for us in life. So quickly, you know, they they forget all the good things that God has done for them. So lots of New Testament references to this. Um, uh, Before we go to Paul, let's go to Hebrews. Uh, Hebrews chapter four uh, refers to this situation of testing. And I think here in Hebrews, um, he refers to it in what Psalm is it? Psalm 95. Psalm 95 says, um, verse 8: Do not harden your hearts as you did at Meribah. So, same place. Remember the waters of Massa and Meribah? Do not harden your hearts as you did at that day at Massa in the wilderness. Where your ancestors tested me, they tried me, though they had seen what I did. And in Hebrews, he says, Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. So he's talking about something that happened many, many days before. But he says, today, when you hear God's voice, do not harden your hearts as they did in the times of testing. So when we encounter similar situations, will we grumble, will we complain against God, forgetting all the good things he's done for us, but also will we harden our hearts against God's word? He's not talking about water. He's talking about God's word. When you read the Bible, God is speaking to you, his goodness, and maybe even his instruction. And we just go, nope, I won't listen to this. I don't know who this God is. I won't listen to his word. And just that phrase, harden your heart you know, the Bible is applying that phrase, which used to be describing Pharaoh and the Israelites. That's so strange. You know, you read about Pharaoh and you go, oh, that guy, why does he just not get it that God is God? And the Bible is saying, do you get the same thing? You know, you are like Pharaoh when you complain against God, you know, and you go, you know, Pharaoh, 10 plagues, you know, don't you get it yet, that this is just so fruitless and you go, Again and again, all the goodness that God has shown us, we harden our hearts and against his word. So that's the message from Hebrews chapter 4 today. If you hear his voice, looking back to Exodus chapter 17, that day when they complained against God. Um, Yeah. Okay. Let's move on. Verse 8. Then Amalek came and fought with Israel at Rephidim. Out of nowhere, (laughs) this group Amalek. Well, they came and they fought against them, this big war. Verse 9, so Moses said to Joshua, first time we're meeting Joshua here in Exodus, you know, so who's this guy? You know, he says to him, choose for us men and go out and fight with Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on the top of the hill with the staff of God in my hand. So Joshua did as Moses told him and fought with Amalek. While Moses, Aaron, and Hur went up to the top of the hill. I always think that the name Hur is very, very cool. You know, if your name was Hur, you know, it sounds very manly. But, uh, but yeah, so there's Moses, there's Aaron, and this guy named Hur up on a hill while Joshua is down in the plain doing all the fighting with this uh, army called Amalek. Verse 11, whenever Moses held up his hand, Israel prevailed. And whenever he lowered his head, Amalek prevailed. But Moses's hands grew weary. So they took a stone and put it under him and he sat on it, sat on the stone. While well, Aaron and Hur held up his hands, explains why there are two of them, held up his hands, one on one side and the other on the other side. So his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. So all day they were holding up his hands. And Joshua overwhelmed Amalek and his people with the sword. Then the Lord said to Moses, Write this as a memorial in a book and recite it in the ears of Joshua, that I will utterly blot out the memory of Amalek from under heaven. And Moses built an altar and called the name of it, The Lord is my banner, saying a hand upon the throne of the Lord. The Lord will have war with Amalek from generation to generation. So what a strange description of how they won this first battle in the desert, uh, through Joshua, of course, leading them, and probably this is one of those indicators that Joshua will have this more prominent role in their leadership in the times to come. But also through Moses, this guy who raises up his hand and they win, and whenever he lowers it, he they lose it, they lose. And just, um, I'm just pulling out. Harris at this point, you know, I guess it shows how Moses is God's agent through which he brings about this victory, this um, this fight that they win against Amalek. Uh, also how they're dependent upon not, again, Joshua or their strength, but upon God, especially when their enemies attack them. So yeah, so that's Exodus chapter 17. This constant dependency upon God uh, when there's a battle, but also when they're in want, they don't have water, they forget how good God is. And the warning to us today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. Um, yeah, okay, short chapter.